How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject. And uh, actually, before I get started in, in what I wanted to talk about, just real quick, wanted to touch on political news that's going on at the moment and um, just touch on the legitimacies of our democracy and our election process and everything of that nature. And so, First, in in support of what our current president is doing, I will say that for any system of trust to exist within our our voting systems that we have in place, there has to be certain measures taken place by all political parties that are are running in the election to um, solidify the argument that this is a, a true and fair election in every single state. And so the means that the political parties are able to do this, they negotiate with each state different things that they're able to do. Either have direct representatives that overlook and watch ballots being counted to a lot of other different means, right? And if there's ever a challenge to whether a voting process is fair or not, or if it's um, being hijacked or, or manipulated in any way it is in due part uh, and fair for any political party to sue the state or the county, sorry, the counties and the states to further determine the legitimacies of the voting processes within the state laws that exist in that state. And if you are able to position any argument that shows evidence that there is some illegitimacy to any of the parts of the process, you must present that because um, we live in a country where everyone's assumed innocent until proven guilty. And to prove someone guilty, you must supply evidence physical, tangible evidence to prove that these things exist. And so it's in fairness to the president or any political party to sue states when they feel like something isn't right. When they have, not when they feel, but when they know with facts and with evidence that there are illegitimacies in in parts of the system in different states. The problem with the way, and that's literally the only thing of benefit that I'm going to say to the current administration because everything else has just been handled so improperly and it's really childish to see how this is working out. But essentially you're seeing, uh, um, I'm, I'm in direct support of that, by the way, I'm in direct support of any argument about verifying the way the voting system works in every state because it's not federalized. It's handled by every state. So because of that, you it really does take a lot of, of requirements from your campaign to make sure that everything's done fairly because there is political bias in every state and every municipal area. And you want to make sure it is as fair as, fair as possible. And the only way you're going to do that is if you're able to witness and watch and, and have different measures put in place to allow you to know that nothing's being really manipulated. I'm totally in support of that. What I'm not in support of is um, making, and again, every every state, it's up to the states on how they want to pass the laws about 
the voting systems within their borders. It's not federalized. It's the, the Constitution lays it on the states and their legislators to determine how voting will, will work in their individual states and how they're going to elect their electors. And um, essentially, I am uh, against the way any political party or any any system that would minimize the legal way that people vote within their state. If you voted within legal bounds and you and your vote fits within the legalities of your state, there is absolutely zero reason why your vote should not be counted. And for any political party, including the president's, uh, the current president's, to try to minimize that is, in my opinion, really messed up. Um, on top of that, if you're going to argue that there's some illegitimacies in the system, you need to come up with actual evidence to prove that in court. And you're starting to see that the day of the election and, and the days following that, you saw the current administration really um, pass or not pass, sorry, sue a lot of states um, based off of uh, hearsay where supposedly a lot of these systems were construed or mishandled or didn't follow the legalities or even fraud was done, right? All hearsay with actual, with no physical evidence whatsoever. And because you don't have that physical evidence, there's absolutely no way you're going to win those cases in court. And so you saw just shortly after they, they sued these states that a majority of those cases were dropped by judges. And now there's only one important case that's going to possibly be challenged into the Supreme Court, and that is when the state when Pennsylvania State Supreme Court overruled the legislative law within the state, stating that uh, any ballots received after the third, as long as they were postdated on the third and received within three days after the fact, that those ballots would still be allowed to be counted due to the United States Postal Service being behind on on delivering mail and and the pandemic as well. And so the Supreme Court overruled that where uh, the current administration is challenging it is is they're saying that the Supreme Court isn't allowed to change that or or institute their own perspective on the state, the Pennsylvania law, which states that all ballots must be received on the third. But the issue with the 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 lawsuit that they proposed to, to Pennsylvania is that none of those ballots, based off of what the state of Pennsylvania is saying, is that none of those ballots received after the third were ever counted in um, the total counts uh, counted. Um, and... This is this is this will be interesting to see because some people think that the Supreme the United States Supreme Court, the highest uh, court in the land, will look at the the verbatim way that it's written in the Constitution, which states that the legislators and so the the Congress within every state, the state, um, yeah, the state's representatives are the ones in charge of of determining state laws when it comes to voting um, requirements and things of that nature, that's up to them and no one else, not the governor, not the Supreme Court, no one else. 
And so that's the only thing that's really going to be interesting to see if it goes to the Supreme Court and whether it's going to be challenged in any way. But outside of that, there's literally nothing this current administration can do to really invalidate their laws that they essentially have. And so because of that, all of this is just a complete waste of time and it's really promoting a narrative that's really scary. And that narrative is that you cannot trust the elective process. And my last point on this, before I go into the subject I really wanted to talk about, actually that this will be today's podcast tomorrow. I'll talk about what I actually want to talk about, but someone worded it very well. I forget who did. I saw it somewhere, but they worded it pretty well where it's like, if you look at the States and you want to count the Republican representatives uh, or the st- uh, Republican senators or Republican judges or governors or anyone else that got elected on a ballot, but then you want to disregard that same ballot for what those people voted for the president, it makes absolutely no sense. How could you count a ballot as, as like, if you're going to invalidate all these ballots, you're going to have to invalidate a lot of other wins that, uh, or supposed wins so far that a lot of representatives have won, right? Because there are a lot of people that were independents that were kind of uh, leaning on the right, leaning Republican, but very centrist. And they voted Republican state legislators, but then they still voted for Biden. And same thing with independents. You probably saw a lot of independents that voted for like a Republican senator, but then voted for Biden as president because you're not required to vote along party lines on every single choice on your ballot, right? And so... If you're going to disregard certain ballots for one political party, then that could potentially also affect the likelihood that your senator or whoever won that that ballot or that um, candidacy outside the presidency, you're going to invalidate their their potential win as well, right? So you can't cherry pick these ballots in a way that's like, okay, if it's a Biden ballot, like we'll still like we'll still count everyone else on the ballot, but we're just not going to count Biden because that has to be fake. That's really insane. And a lot of people aren't seeing that and they're not understanding that. And so that's the scary part about all of this is that you're, there's this narrative that's, and remember the current administration, it's not like the popular vote was a vast majority towards one side. It was cut literally almost in half with a margin of 4 million more going to the Democrats. But uh, when it came to the president, but uh, Trump essentially had a large margin. Still, like I said, half of the country still voted for him as president, and so people are listening to what this guy says. And when you promote this narrative that somehow the election process is illegitimate and it's not working, when you know that that's bullshit, you're really it's it's a scary time because you're really making this the foundations of what America is really crumble. And I mean, that's the thing that I did not like about the current administration is that they really are trying their hardest to like chip away at the foundations of what make our democracy, the democracy that it is my perspective. A lot of people would argue that that's not the case and that I'm wrong. But really when you look at the level of power, like having family in office, that's insane not 
uh, not divesting yourself from business ventures while uh, serving as the head of the executive branch of government. That's pretty controversial, in my opinion. Uh, having all of your uh, all like world meetings, world leader meetings, and everything of that nature at your own like business business locations because you you own hotels, you're gonna host all these events at your hotels. That's that's diverting American taxpayer money because you have to be protected. Transportation needs to be support like applied to you. You need a lot of resources diverted to you. And also you need to pay for where you're going to stay and where these world leaders are going to be at and all the security and everything of that nature. And all of that money is going to the hotels as well that are owned by you. That's just super. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's not. Uh, there's a lot of what is the term I am looking for? It's not controversy. I'm I'm losing my train of thought. It's pretty late where I'm at right now. But essentially, there is a a, a lot of issues with with that, honestly. And so, and 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 a ton more things, honestly, like a, a ton, a ton, a ton of more things that essentially I just cannot support. And and you just see like how he's just chipping away at different things, like the rushing of the Supreme Court justice during a time period where a lot of people were needing help and needing assistance from government instead of you spearheading this campaign for a replacement of supreme court justice you really should have been on top of congress both republican and democrat to get something done for the american people and that's not happening now and there's a lot of people struggling that's the most recent thing i could think of and then just going against science going this just like whole narrative of just like you're the you're the most informed person in government and you know that and yet you still want to push these conspiratorial narratives to people. You know what you're doing. You know how like how much people gravitate to everything you say. And so you're manipulating them. You know everything. You're the president of the United States. You know everything. You have the most you have most access to all information compared to any other person on this planet. And yet you're still feeding nonsense to to the people that listen to you that choose to listen to you. And you're only doing that to manipulate them to favor you as well. I just, I don't know. I, I just don't enjoy the way that he handles himself. And so this, this last, this was the last drop for me, honestly, like to, and again, I respect the idea that if he feels that the election process was rigged in any way, that it's in his right to sue states to get those answers, but he needs to bring evidence of that. And if he does, he needs to, you know, make that public facing and show that to the public and 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 win his cases in court and like toss out all ballots that are illegitimate. But he hasn't been able to supply that evidence. And I'm totally for anyone to do that. Uh, but he's not doing that. And instead he's just creating this narrative of 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 garbage that's getting people to really devalue the perspective of what it means to be an American. Like, honestly, our, our democracy is on fringes right now. Fringes. And it, it's really going to take a lot to try to reestablish our place in this world and establish, establish our values. And that's just my thoughts on everything. But I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Um, 
I know it's really divisive, uh, these subjects sometimes, but I love to be open-minded about these things. And if you can change my perspective on it, I'm willing to have my mind change. But every single time I try to get into these conversations with people, um, it's very attackative and, and a lot of evidence isn't supplied and supported with, with the things that they say. But anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and I will catch you guys all manana. Peace.